I don't want you to be that person who's like, oh, I don't like campaigns, they're gross. No, they are the single most predictable way for you to grow your business today online. Hands down, way above social, way above partnerships, way above sponsored promotional partnership team stuff. No, you can't predict that because maybe the guy doesn't post your thing or doesn't email you like they promised. But ads really give you a high level of control about the future business. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com.
Now, the first thing I always think about when I teach about ads is how much people hate them. And so I know you've been on YouTube and you're, this ad pops up, uh, hopefully not mine, but someone else's ad starts playing. You're like, oh, please, that's gross. I don't like that. Or you're on Facebook and you're scrolling through and here's another sponsored ad and you're looking at it like, oh, I don't like it. Do not let your impression of ads limit you from growing your business by actually doing them. I know you might've seen ads and you might have an immediate like, oh, I hate advertising. But if you're here, your job is to grow it so you support your family in the future. Your job is to grow it so you reach more people and help more people. Your job is to grow it so you get your products and your programs out to more people and earn a more compelling income in your life. So do not be like ah, ads. And I know a lot of people have that indication because there are a ton of bad ads. We'll talk about kind of what those are today. But also, I also know some of you have tried ads. And while you're not repelled against the market of ads, you're kind of just exhausted because you tried it, it didn't work. So we're gonna talk about maybe some new strategies you couldn't put into place to make sure that your ads are lucrative next time. Because maybe you tried one or two or three or four and it didn't play out well. Maybe you just needed to look at it differently Maybe there was a, a, a better way to do it. And just maybe there was a smarter way to earn from it. So we're gonna talk about a lot of different concepts today. And what I wanna do is not have you closed as we begin this conversation because of your history with ads, but rather be open to reaching more people because ads are the ultimate and really the only predictable way to do that. I mean. You could do a lot of affiliate marketing, you could do social organic posting all day long, but you can't really predict how that's gonna grow. And that's why I like advertising driven companies because when they will get behind some of the concepts we'll talk about today, you can start to see the scale. You know, we know in my company, if we spend X amount more, we get X amount more book sales or X amount more course sales or X amount whatever, but that's true for every company that I advise. Every company who are in our private coaching group or that I travel and I speak and or spend to or invest in, those that are really crushing it got very, very dedicated with starting with ads and then scaling teams around ads. And that's kind of the new modern thing. So I don't want you to be the person who's like, oh, I don't like campaigns, they're gross. No, they are the single most predictable way for you to grow your business today online, hands down way above social, way above partnerships, way above sponsored promotional partnership team stuff. No, you can't predict that because maybe the guy doesn't post your thing or doesn't email you like they promised. But ads really give you a, a, a high level of control about the future business. Now I'm gonna show you the traditional ad campaign and it still works, it's still good. And then we'll break down more of a new approach that most online marketers are starting to adopt or use because they're finding it more lucrative, okay? So traditional ad campaign, many of you guys know this. You're gonna take an ad and your whole goal is to run a Facebook ad, an Instagram ad, a YouTube ad, and all you're trying to do is get someone to click this ad and come over to a page where they're gonna enter their name and email or just their email. You all know this is like traditional OVO stuff, right? Opt-in to value stuff. Always, always, always a great move run that ad, get that name or email first and foremost out of the hat. This is all traditional. You guys should know this by now being in Marketing Monthly. 
Now, here's a couple of things. People ask me all the time, well, Brennan, you mentioned YouTube, you mentioned Instagram, and you mentioned Facebook. Why no mention of, you know, other Google AdWord properties? Why no mention of like LinkedIn? Why no mention of Twitter? Because traditionally, what we've seen, certainly the thought leader space, okay? And in Marketing Monthly, we're kind of on that Experts Academy edge where we're talking about thought leaders and influencers. Just the ROI, it's so much more inexpensive to use Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube than it is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, not as many tools for targeting, not as much finite control, and ultimately a little more expensive to get similar leads for lifetime value. That's not generally my opinion. That's pretty much most people's experience over the years in my particular space. Um, but also in general thought leader space that it's just high, I mean, pretty much any one you consult, you can see LinkedIn's a little more expensive. Twitter's just a disaster, so we don't mess with that. Okay, so with that, uh, we want to run that ad, get that email, and then you'll see what usually happens is people set a hook and make an offer. What that means is, they got, that e they got that email, and on the very next page, they just hook the person. They're like, this is a good idea. This is the opportunity. Change your life this way. Here's a ton of people who've seen it. Here's a ton of people who've done it. Here's my before and after. Here's the bonuses you get. If you buy up right now, click buy below. And that works, and a lot of people like it. It's just setting a hook for why the opportunity is powerful and getting the sale. That's super popular, it works, like I said, and yet it's left a lot of people with that sense that ads are gross. I would say this is a good model for many people if you're selling low tier types of things. If, if you're selling anything, let's say below 29 bucks, this works just fine. I'll share with you, like as an example, our book model, we'll, you'll see some of those ads later. We run an ad, we, get, we offer the book, we get the name and email, we make the sale right on the spot. So it's a very fast transaction because it's, you know, the book is basically free. They just pay their shipping and handling if they want to claim it. So it's very inexpensive. So lower tier, very inexpensive campaign, say $29 or below. This model can work because here it's an easy buying decision, right? Inexpensive things. You want a book? Sure, right? People know, people can say yes or no to that very quickly. Mid tier, the more expensive you get, the more time you have to spend in developing the relationship or explaining things. Now, some world-class marketers can do this um, and make a sale right there, right off the bat, if it's a mid-tier price point, but that usually happens in the product category, like supplements. This is, this is a super easy route for supplements to run all day long. You got a $70 bottle of pills, you know, that makes somebody happy and productive and focused and better in bed. Stop, bam, that thing's easy, that's, that's easy money, okay? That's the easy money. But for most of us trying to build a brand that we're gonna have to go beyond this traditional campaign. But let me keep going in case you're new, because I know some of you haven't even seen traditional campaigns, so this is about, that ad runs, you get that opt-in, you set the hook, you make the sale, and then you email them to the same offer until they buy or die. <laughs> you know, this is kind of the approach to a lot of newbie marketers, I mean, they literally have one thing to sell, which by the way, is wrong. So right off the bat, if you only have one thing to sell, I want you to know automatically the ads, you might not be ready for that yet because getting a return on investment with one thing to sell can be really hard. And that is why 
you see if you've ever given your name and email to somebody from an ad and they had one offer and they return you that offer over and over and over again and every email for like a hundred days was still selling the same thing, that person didn't build out a product suite. They didn't make something else that they could sell because at some point, if this person opted in, they showed them the, the thing, at some point, if they haven't bought the thing, you need to move on from that thing, right? So I'm gonna show you a different way to, to think about all this. Now we'll layer on some complexity as we go through this session today because there's a lot of points here of using ads to help all this conversion go up. Let me give you an example. So they saw your ad. So you set that as, as an audience. These are all the people who saw the ad, right? When they come to the opt-in page, you set your pixel on this page so that you can create your retargeting list. So you can say, hey, all the people who opted or who came to the opt-in page, but didn't opt in, let's send them another ad so that they will more like, and lead them back to the opt-in. Same thing happens here. Everyone who came to the sales page, we can tell, and look, they didn't buy, let's send them another ad. Even if after they came to this page and we wanna create a countdown timer in some of this, we can say, hey, after 72 hours of not seeing it, trigger this email and send this ad to them. So there's a layer of complexity that lives over the ads and that layer of complexity is now basically just called retargeting campaigns. And so if you've seen this before, or you've tried this before, good. If you've seen this before and tried this before, but you didn't really think about your retargeting campaign as much as you thought about the campaign itself, then you're probably spending too much money. Your conversions are probably not that good. And I think that is the number one reason, the number one reason most people can't make camp ads work. There's two, I guess there's two reasons there. Uh, well, there's three. One, they don't set anything up, so they're not even in the game. Two, if they set something up, they only have one thing to sell and they beat that thing a million times. They're not switching to another higher value offer. And number three, they didn't retarget well throughout this whole process. And I don't say any of this to anybody watching this saying, I think that we've dialed it in, or frankly, any of my clients who are even outperforming us have dialed it in. Ads are marketing. You're always testing. You know, we're still testing new videos and ads. If you, if I ask Alex, what's our new video ad? What's the best one converting? It's probably different than it was a month ago. It just changes all the time. So you really need to be okay with the fact that you're gonna have to test some things. Number one big thing that moves the needle for most people though is retargeting and they're not even doing that. Now, I have to pause right here because I know some of you are new and you'd be like, what is he even talking about? I'm just staring at what the traditional stuff is. And now we're gonna actually move a little more fast. If you're like, I don't know anything about ads. I've never run ads. I'm super confused. Uh, ads sound scary. Just stick with me over this next hour. But then also realize there's a million, you know, videos online that are free that you can access about, you know, how to use Facebook ads. Matter of fact, if you just go to facebook.com forward slash ads, there's awesome like tutorials, awesome sort of customer stories and case studies because they want to teach you to run more ads and make more at it. The challenge is they probably don't think like, I'm going to teach you to think today. Those are very commercial driven, cutesy, 
you know, stuff, when companies have a lot of money to spend, they're not really thinking like we are, which is in the thought leadership model or the long-term ROI model for ads, capturing that name and email, that's like everything. Because what a lot of people do is they take an ad straight to a sale. When they first start, I can't tell you how many small business owners do this. They start a small business and they're a cupcake company and they say, oh, I'm selling cupcakes, so I'm gonna run an ad to my cupcake shop's page and I'm gonna make a million dollars. And they're like, you ain't even gonna sell one cupcake, babe. <laughs> you know? So that's what most people do. They're not even going for the email. So they're only hitting for that quick hit. And that's really hard to pull off. So I do think we think a little differently here. And that's why we might be able to serve you in going beyond this typical model. Now, personally, I hate this model when I'm engaged in it as a customer because it's just about the sale. It's just about hitting me a million times over the head with something I already saw but didn't buy seven times. So I think there's more elegance to what we can do here and we're trying to develop that. So let me give you a, a bigger strategic model. Then I'll drill down. I know you guys wanna see some examples of some ads and, and know what I think works in the ad world right now. So we'll get there. Okay, so let's talk about more of a modern campaign from where we just came. Like I said, the last one was fine. It was good, it works for a lot of people. Worked for us for a long time too. I mean, no, no harm, no foul to that one. But now there's this, because of the power of the tools, we can do a lot more fun things. As an example, at first, when you run ads, your first ads, first one or two or three ads, can literally just add value and set the seed to work with you or to engage in your call to action in the future. What I mean by that is we'll take, as an example, with some of our, our blog videos or some of my clients, we'll, take, uh, we'll have them sit down and just teach and mention their craft and mention their business. And we'll run those ads at very wide audiences to see who watches them. And whoever watches those ads that are just adding value and basically think of it like storyboarding it's kind of like your first set of ads is just telling a story, right? It's just one or two ads that you're reaching as many people as you can who might be interested in your topic. So for example, I'm in personal development. So I'm going after anyone interested in success or any of the big names in motivation, success, productivity, focus from celebrity people who are known about that down to people who are training you know, in my industry that will target all their people with ads that are just introducing me to them. It's literally just like a valuable ad. It just is a video teaching. There's no sale in it. And there's no go click this button to buy this thing. There's no click the link to go get the opt-in. These are just value driven ads to get that first touch point to an audience simply to see who watches it. Because then once they've watched it, A, they know a little bit about, about me or you, but then B, now you run another ad, a direct ad, telling them now to go opt in. So this first one or two ads, what it's doing is it's taking the marketplace of people and instead of taking that whole marketplace of people and sending them to an opt-in, you're actually finding the engaged segment of the bigger market people who engage in the video or the messaging, people who now have learned a little bit about you so that when you run the secondary ad, the direct ad, 
When you run this ad, now you, this ad ends up becoming a little bit more efficient in cost and spend because these folks are engaged. So notice the first time all we said is, you just run an ad and get an opt-in, right? But that can be fairly expensive and it might not even get you the right customer. And we do a lot of that direct here. We get a lot of crappy emails, right? But then when you get a little more advanced or I work with some of our customers, especially when the audience doesn't know them. And I know for some of you, that is the case. You're, you're, you just transitioned into thought leadership or you're about to. You don't have 100,000 people on your newsletter list. You don't have 100,000 people on your, like people might not know yet you in that marketplace. This is a great storytelling device to introduce you and make you cool. Then when you retarget them and run another ad to them, then they're more likely to come here and be the right person. Now, what's the challenge of this? The challenge of this is if you're going to run ads, you need to dedicate yourself or have someone on your team to really friggin' pay attention. You know, cause this just like any other ad model can get expensive if someone's not really watching the numbers. So if you choose to go into advertising, take it seriously and go in. Again, if you don't know anything about what I'm talking about, like if I say retargeting, you're like retargeting, what is that? Make sure you do check out Facebook ads for facebook.com forward slash ads because it does a good job. It's basically like, hey, they saw this, so hit them with again, another ad. And you set that all up in your dashboards of wherever you're running ads, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or Google AdWords. Okay, so now you see add value, tell a story, get to know them. So this ad, if you're, let's say you're a life coach or business coach, you might say, uh, hey everybody, I'm Brendan Burchard. I have this client who's always disappointed. They're frustrated every time, you know, we have a coaching call. If you didn't know, I'm a coach. I, I work one-on-one -on -one with people and this person is always disappointed. I don't know if you've been disappointed recently in your life, but sometimes, you know, you're working so hard, you're trying to balance your family, you're trying to make more money and you're trying to stay focused and on your game. You're trying to work out, you're trying to do everything, but you end up going to bed exhausted and disappointed that you didn't come further, disappointed in your bank account, disappointed your relationship isn't more advanced, disappointed in this. And I had that with this client and here's what I told her. And I'll share like three simple things. Now in telling that story in this ad, what I did is I seeded to the audience that I am a coach. I've previewed to them my expertise so that later on, when I ask for coaching or later on when I try to sell that, they're like, oh yeah, right? So you're kind of pre-framing people with this first ad. And I'll tell you how to do that. We'll go, I know I'm high level now, we'll go even you know, deeper into like the micro things of what to say so that whatever is happening in this first ad, it's really oriented to customer outcomes. So we're gonna talk about that later. So anyway, Something that adds value, customer outcome. Then the, the secondary follow-up, the retargeting, direct ad, takes them to that same opt-in page. And now what we'll do in this follow-up is instead of going right for the sale, we're gonna add a bunch of value and keep seeding the sale. So when I'm saying seeding, remember I'm just pre-framing it. So I'm in this one, I'm like, okay, thanks for opting in for this three-part video series or for this free class or for this 14 day challenge or for this webinar or whatever it is you're getting them to enter their name and email. And all those work great. Challenges work great with ads. 
Webinars work with great with ads. OVOs, opt-in value offer sequence, work great with ads. Um, little trials work great with ads. So here they are, enter their name and email. Now you just wanna blow them away. The most important thing you can do is that first email that you end up sending them or that first touch point, they're wowed. Like you're not just, the old model, remember, it was just set the hook. It was just hype them up and then sell. This one, we're not even selling. This one, we're adding value, but we're talking about the thing that we are going to sell. And this might go on. This is what I call value piece number one. You might send out number two, number three, number four, number five, just depending on what your brand is and what you're gonna offer. But here's what I recommend. If you've never run ads, keep it short, right? Do one great piece of value, see the sale, and then on the very next email, make an offer. So send them an email, drive them to a sales page and make that offer right away. As you make that offer, then I want you to do, in, if you've seen the EA10 from Experts Academy, it's just a 10 day email sequence where for five days you're adding value, but also linking to the sale. And then the last five days, it's a deadline. It's like, hey, a deadline's coming up guys. Hey, here's what the offer is. Hey, 72 hours left. 40 hours, 48 hours left, 24 hours left. Last day, guys, that's that countdown sequence we're always talking about with Experts Academy or here in Marketing Monthly. And so notice the difference here. We got their email, we added a bunch of value, we referenced the sale, we made the sale the very, we made the offer the very next day, we took them to a sales page. And then for five days, we're still adding value through email, but we're also linking to the sale. But notice then the last five days, deadline. And this is what's important. Please listen. Remember I told you the other model was they just, you know, email them till they die, till they either buy or die. We're not gonna do that here. This is all done in 10 days, this first offer. This, in this first offer, a lot of people, including many of our funnels, doesn't make any money. Right, you might break even, you might make a little bit of money depending on what you're selling. So what's the most important thing? The most important thing, if you've got a campaign up, is that you know what your premium offer sequence is next, right? So they went through this thing, they hit 10 days, okay? So if they've gone through your thing, 10 days, the deadline came, they didn't buy. My most important question to you is, well, what do you sell them next? And there's gotta be some offer sequence going to be happening where there's a higher dollar fee. So for example, if, you know, in my case, we might sell a $297 course. Well, after we sell a $297 course, we're gonna lead them to sequences where ultimately we're gonna make at some point like a $10,000 offer. Because you don't need a lot of people who buy something at $1,000 or $500 or 2,000, or 3,000, 5,000, 10,000. You don't need a lot of them to pay all of this so the return on investment is high enough for you. So that you're like, hey, I'm actually making money and I'm actually making money just to get, I'm making money building my list. I'm building a list essentially for free, which is what the goal is, right? Uh, if I would run ads all day long, if all I did is collect emails, 
If I made no money, if, I, if I, my ROI was zero, but every day I was getting more emails, I'd run the living snot out of that because the lifetime value of an email list that's large, it's, it's, un, it's invaluable. But the goal, of course, is not to take that risk. And so not taking that risk, what that means is we need an offer sequence. And so for many people, here's what I say, especially if you're starting out, this first thing that you're gonna be offered, this might be low priced, all right? That first thing you're gonna offer, like for us, this might be a book right here. And then we take them into a, a sequence where we're gonna sell a $197 or $297 course. And then the next premium offer, what I want you to do, if you're gonna do something like that, I want your, your next premium offer, if you're new at this, this is important. If you're new at this, I want your next offer to be the highest price thing you do, which for most people in our industry is consulting or coaching. So as an example, what I would tell you to do is I would say, make your premium offer sequence something more about your career and how you help people, but drive them through an application process. Get people to apply to work with you one-on-one -on -one for a high fee, right? That high fee sale really helps you balance out the return on investment that, that it takes, you know, to spend money here, here, here. You might retarget people throughout this process. You're spending money. And for many people, you want to make sure you recoup that as fast as possible. So I would send them into one or two types of campaign. So the first one I would recommend to you, if you work one-on-one -on -one with people, is an application style sequence. That means send two or three videos of you talking about your career, but specifically how you help people and do like case studies of how you help somebody and tell people if you like this and you feel like you need one-on-one -on -one help in this area, just like this person had, click the button down below and apply to see if you qualify to work with me. I'm looking for some people to work with right now. I wanna know that you're somebody who's dedicated, that you're gonna take action, that you're gonna make it happen, that you're not gonna be a complainer or a whiner and that you really value mastery in life because that's how I wanna work with you. I'll work with you as a one-on-one -on -one coach and so make sure, just to see if you're right for the program, apply down below. I would go for that right away if I was starting. If I didn't do the one-on-one -on -one model like that for application, I would do a webinar model where now I'm gonna send them through a webinar sequence where I'm gonna sell more of a mid-tier price point, meaning I'm gonna sell uh, an online course as an example, or some other product or service that ranges between $300 and say $697, okay, $697. That's what I would do if I was starting over again. We're a little more uh, advanced in our years doing this, so I'm okay with pretty long return on investment. I'll, I tell my team, I'm like, hey, if we make money after 90 days, I'm happy, right? So I'm not so fast into get as fast as possible that high-end offer, but that's my brand. I've been doing this for a while and I'm very good with risk. If you're not good with risk, it's you need to write this down. If you're not good with risk, if you're just starting out and you don't have a lot of money to spend on ads experimenting, it's really important you get, as soon as you finish the, your first offer sequence, that immediately after you get a higher priced offer in front of people. It's, I mean, it's like crazy important if you're new, right? I can run them through a bunch of low price stuff because I've got so many products and so many funnels. 
But if I was new, I'd make sure before I ran and spent big money on ads, I'd have one great product that everybody wanted at a lower tier price point. And then I would have that immediate follow-up at a higher price point. Does that make sense? So if you're up to speed with me now, you're doing a good job. This would be a, a, a better approach to it in my opinion. Okay, with that, let's talk a little bit about the strategy of running ads. We'll show you some examples. Strategy, okay, first, so before you develop any ads, I want you to sit down and determine the customer's top three outcomes, okay? What is it they're trying to achieve? Uh, I remember one of my early marketing mentors was a guy named Frank Kern, who I just happened to speak with, um, and he would always do his results in advance model in email marketing. You know, know a result that people want to have and just give it that to, like teach them how to get that before you even sell anything. Ads are a good approach to do that too. And what I mean by that is I want you to think about what is the three primary first things your customers want to be able to do? And that should be the topic of the ads. That should be the messaging in the ads themselves. Let me give you an example. If I was running life coaching ads, I'm not running any ads right now for coaches, but if I was running ads for coaches, one example of that first ad would be like, hey, here's how to get your first five clients in the next 10 days, right? That's an outcome they all want, right? Coaches want clients. So I say, oh, hey guys, I'm Brendan Burchard. I'm a very successful coach and I'm super awesome. And no, I would say that. Hey guys, I'm Brendan Burchard. I'm a life coach. Many of you guys are trying to figure out the coaching industry and you're wondering, you're like, gosh, I wish I could have, outcomes. I wish I could have like five clients, like right away to start. So in this video, I'm gonna tell you the top two things to do. The first thing that you need to do if you really wanna do that is be consistent in the marketplace, creating content and telling people to click a link to go to your application. That's the first thing you do. I need you to be out there, in social media, every single day, teaching, adding value, and constantly referencing your application to work with you. Just do that every day. Like that just needs to be a part of what you're doing. And the second thing is, and then you teach them the second thing, and that would be the whole, that'd be the video. That's just one outcome that they want. That might be that first sort of uh, value video that you send out to people to retarget with those. Anyone who watched that video now, they're great to get the opt-in, right? So you run the opt-in campaign to them next. But none of this matters if you're not speaking their language. What does your customer want specifically? What are the first three outcomes that they really want? What is it? If you don't know that question, it's time to sit and think, or run your focus group, or call your friends, or call your buyers and say, hey, why'd you buy this? What are you interested in? What were you trying to achieve? You need to know what they're trying to achieve because that needs to be the copy in your ads or the approach of your videos. Number two, create two ads that deliver that. So what I would do is, if I'm gonna take the time to shoot the video, I'm gonna create two ads that delivers one of those outcomes or a combination of those outcomes. Why two ads? Because if you're taking the time to shoot one, shoot a second one. Because you will never, ever, ever know which one wins. I still can never predict which, I'm, I'm wrong all the time. Constantly. We're, <laughs> we, you're never, ever, ever going to guess. 
So it's like, if you're gonna take the time to speak and be there on video, and this can run all your ads, by the way, today, or you can do it on a fancier camera, but create two ads that deliver those outcomes. And that way you can run those ads to the audience, to narrow down the audience, to those who engaged, but also, guess what? Some of those people who see that ad, they'll go to the opt-in page, they won't opt in. And so that second ad is great to run to everybody who they clicked the first ad, they came to the opt-in page, but they didn't opt in. So run that second ad to them back to that opt-in page. Does it make sense? First ad takes them to the opt-in page. But if they didn't opt in, then retarget everybody who did not opt in and run that second ad to them to pull them back to the opt-in to increase the conversions, right? Because they're hot. They watch the video, they click there, but for whatever reason, they didn't opt in that time. Run another ad that adds that value to them. And they're like, you know what? This guy, I mean, he helped me the first time. I didn't opt in, but here he is helping me again. I'm an opt-in, okay? That's the kind of the approach. Retarget everyone who watched anything ever. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, they all enable this. If someone has seen that video, you can run another ad to them. And I really believe that the missing piece for a lot of people is either A, they're not running another ad to them, or B, if they are running another ad to them and they're still not opting in, then it might be time to run that other ad to them with a link to a new style opt-in. I mean, if they didn't opt into the opt-in page A, maybe you need to change the headline. Maybe you had an opt-in with a video on it, take the video off, just do text. So mix it up. So I'm always thinking, oh, I need, listen, write this down. I need multiple ads, but I also need multiple opt-in pages. Because sometimes just one style, they just don't like it. So like when we run our, our book campaigns, I mean, we've tried dozens of different layouts of that over the year to figure it out. And even when we launch a book, we usually launch with a couple of different opt-in styles and run ads in them to see which one wins. You're never gonna know until you test. That's why two ads, two opt-in pages can really serve you. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm gonna change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy, I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn to earn the gifts we've been given, to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about you know their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life 
You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. Hey all, it's Brendan. And I want to make sure that you go check out growthday.com. It's an all-in-one personal development platform where you can do everything you would like to do for personal development in one place. You can capture your mindset journaling, set your goals, track your habits and improve them, take wellness challenges, and learn from the highest powered, highest paid, most respected motivational teachers, wellness coaches and life coaches in the world live every week. One trial, we just call it starter. That's where you're just using the tools. You know, it's the mindset journal where we prompt you with tons of research back prompts to help you become more positive, confident, self-aware and happy. We've got your goal tracking system. That's where you set your personal development goals and reminders like reminders to meditate or reminders to call your partner and flirt or, you know, reminders to make sure that you do this one project. It's also got, importantly, your habit tracking system. This is where you can track your high performance habits, which we teach you to do. And then you receive targeted scores and recommended videos to improve those. Our pro level now includes live classes. You know, we've got the best teachers in all of personal and professional development, period, in the app. These folks all charge over $50,000 for a one-hour keynote, but they're live every single month in Growth Day teaching for 45 minutes. Then we have what we call All Access, and that's where you get the tools plus the live classes, but also over 20 deep dive, powerful life transformative courses. So these courses, these classes, these are things that would cost over $3,000 a month to access. But Growth Day Pro, as an example, is less than a buck a day. Your personal development is worth a dollar a day. Your access to these people is worth a dollar a day. But you can start free right now when you go to growthday.com. Next up, send that retarget list two new ads driving to the opt-in page. So again, as I said, that's why you need those two ads. Create two ads. Anyone who watched, send that list two of those ads, not just one, but get them back to that opt-in page because that engagement is priceless as I already covered. Number five, once you've optimized this, once you've figured out, you know, I've got this list and uh, I've got these folks and this, these people are opting in, we're making money from it. Once you dial all that in from your retargeting list, now it's time to go to your lookalike list. And Facebook and Google both enable us very quickly to basically say, hey, I, I wanna go after people who are like X. So the best way to do this is first, the low hanging fruit. And that is anyone who did opt in and anyone who did buy, load those people up into Facebook as an example and say, hey, go find me more people like this. 
that's all you're trying to do. You're like, oh, so meaning anyone who took the action, opted in or bought, tell Facebook or YouTube, Google ads, find me more people like this. And that's what they do. They go to work for you. They go find people who are similar to their friends, similar out in the marketplace. They find them and they bring them, they bring them those ads. So that's what you wanna do. Find those similar or lookalike audiences. But notice it says once optimized. I think too many people try to go broad with a retargeting list or a lookalike list before they've even gotten one opt-in. So I'm like, get the actions that you want. Even if it means you got one buyer, you know, or you got 10 buyers, make sure that you're targeting people who are similar. Sixth, follow your prospect. And this is old advertising, but it was really modern now. And that is if, what, like what we do, when we drive people to an opt-in page, let's say we run a, a, a Facebook ad and that ad drives people to an opt-in page. Well, that opt-in page, we don't just have our Facebook pixel, right? Remember they came from Facebook. We also have our, our Google tracking on there. And so now if they go on any Google page or any page that runs Google ads or they hop over on YouTube, guess who they see? Me, I follow them. So that's why it's really important. I know this sounds so basic, but so many people, they'll drive people to an opt-in page, but they only play one game. They just say, I just do Facebook ads. I'm like, no, no. If they came from Instagram or Facebook and they hit your page or your blog or any of your other web pages, also run YouTube ads towards them. Because you know what? They might not return back to where they came from, Facebook or Instagram, see that ad again. And so, meeting them where they're at. That's what's called following your prospect. Now people are doing that with lots of things in their opt-in engagement process. They'll get them to opt-in and then they'll also say, hey, you know, uh, allow me or follow me on Messenger. Or they'll say, hey, enter your, your uh, name, email, and phone number for this webinar. And now they're SMS texting them. Now they're also following up on Messenger and they're tr that's just trying to meet them in different you know, places. So that's a general rule, follow your prospect. And then again, know your follow-up campaign for those who didn't take action. It is the most important thing. So all those people you retargeted, they watched all the videos, okay? They watched all the videos, but they didn't opt in. So they did not take the action you wanted or they didn't buy. They didn't opt in, they didn't buy, but you've got them. You spent money to get them. So my important question to you is, what else, what's, what's, what's next? Like what's next? So for example, I think over the last year or two, I haven't really had that. We basically, we've been really focused on our books or some other promotions as we go through, but I've got this huge retargeting list and we're gonna roll out a webinar invite to them now. Anyone who's ever seen this or watched that video or clicked on this page, now we run a webinar invite. That's the follow-up I'm talking about. So when you build that retargeting list, it's important for you to know, what's the next thing I'm gonna take them through? Otherwise, it's really hard to get a return on investment for your time, your money, and your effort. And I would say that's where a lot of people fail. Okay, so with that, let's talk about some great ads. Number one, Ask questions that prospects should be asking themselves already. Like asking questions is a huge, 
huge part of running great ads. Here's an ad. Five marketing campaigns helped Brendan amass his entire online fortune and millions of fans and students around the globe. What are the five? Why does every influencer need these five campaigns? And which huge mistakes did Brendan make along the way? Register now for this free webinar, Five Must Have Marketing Campaigns. So this is an ad, when they click this on Facebook, they'll come over to our webinar page. And why does this work? Because I thought about it, I was like, what does, remember I asked, what does my audience outcomes want? Well, yeah, they want customers, clients, but what I realized, they didn't want marketing ideas. They want the campaign. They're like, just tell me the campaign to run, dude. So I thought about their outcome. They want the campaigns. So I said, there's five of them. But notice this ad is essentially three questions, isn't it? What are the five? Why does every influencer need these five? I don't think you should write any ads without the word need in it. Just always have that in there, okay? Why does every influencer need? That's really powerful because Everybody need, needs this immediately makes them have ownership to that phrase. These five campaigns, five campaigns, very specific. People love to opt in or buy very specific things. So it's three, it's five, it's 10, it's seven, whatever it is. And which huge mistakes did they make? Because guess what? Everyone is fearful of what? Making mistakes. So this type of copy is super strong and very simple, right? Just a couple of sentences. So the aspiration I hit, which is a mass online fortune, okay? Questions I hit, what are the five? Need I hit, why do the people need it? And fear I hit, what might people fail at? That would drive people over there. So that's what I meant when I was talking about that idea with you of making absolutely sure that you ask questions that the prospect should be asking themselves. Number two. Great ads imbue enthusiasm. We are finding, just like everybody else, that video ads convert better than anything else. And your video ads need to have pep. You need to be in a good place when you shoot them. And you need to be more excited for your customer. You need to be so excited for your customer that a lot of the people who watch the ads make fun of you. That's how you know when you hit it. I know that sounds crazy, but that's how, like whatever your highest level of enthusiasm is, Get there, then shoot your ad. Enthusiasm sales. And nothing is as authentic as real enthusiasm. So be enthusiastic because it will pull out your, your authenticity. And I want you to really go for it like, and don't fear it. So many people, they're doing ads and they're, they're scared of getting judged. I'm here to tell you, you're going to get judged just for running ads. Someone's gonna be like, dickhead, why are you running ads? And that's the nicest language they'll ever use, right? We run a lot of ads and people, I mean, the insults, they're the, I didn't even have any insecurities when I started running ads. And now I'm like, I should develop some. These are great insults. Look at all these horrible things they're saying about my eyebrows and my face and my cheeks and my hair and my voice. This is awesome. So you're going to get hate. So you might as well be as enthusiastic as you can, right? If Because what happens is enthusiasm sells. But if you back off, because you're scared of being judged, those ads will never work for you. And guess what? You'll be judged anyway. That's the, you know, the bear of it, is that no matter what you do, you're going to be judged. So you might as well have fun and you might as well turn it up. Enthusiasm. Third, 
Great ads speak to both the fear and the ambition as I talked about earlier. If you don't hit them both, you're missing one side of the coin of human experience. So look at your ads and say, did in the ad I talk about consequences of not doing it, experiencing it, or having it? And did I talk about the benefit, the, the potential as well? Great ads clearly communicate what the prospect gets. Don't kind of beat around the bush. If you're asking them to enter their name, if you're gonna drive them to a page, be like, so click the link in this post and go get and go download my five page report that will teach you the three things to get these seven things. Like be so specific in the ad, the more specificity, the higher the conversion. Don't be like, you know, so if you like yoga, click the link. They ain't gotta do it. And I see those ads all the time. You know, if you're like me and you like money, click the link. That don't work either. What specific thing are they going to get that is an outcome that they want? That is the language of great ads. And if you don't do that, it's not gonna work. Number five, build, great ads build upon each other. Remember, video ad one, video ad two. But in retargeting, the same thing happens in like deadlines. Like if we do a live promotion, like a live challenge or a live launch or a live promotion for a webinar or a, a live broadcast, you know, we'll run ads that build on each other. We'll run an ad that says something, teaches something, and then the next ad, I'll pick up the conversation. I'll say, so in the last video, you saw me talk about A, B, and C. In this video, I'm gonna talk about D, E, and F. And then the third video, I'll say, okay, so far you've seen me teach the six secrets to motivation. So let me hop right in and, re and I'll cover that again. So I'm referencing previous ads. So it's kind of like, it feels like a story and they're part of that process. That's how you kind of retarget. You send video one, but video two can pick up the conversation of video one. So they're building upon each other. And the same thing in the countdown sequence. You might run an ad, you know, it's 72 hours expiring. Next day, hey, if you missed it, 48 hours. Next day, another ad, 24 hours. And you run campaigns like that. Okay, let's see. This is really important. And you'll love this one. And clearly it's working for me. Great ads aren't pretty. They're just not. I'm gonna show you some. They weren't set up very much. They were just kind of like shoot a video. And so many of you think you need some high production. Uh, a lot of you think you need to shoot documentary style ads or like super fancy. This is what's fancy today and this is what works. So the more raw, the more real, the more real, the higher the conversions. So, you know, I'd, Alex will say, hey, I need a video like this and I'll just, and that's it, right? And so it's not because I'm pretty, it's because I spoke their language doing these things. Make sense? So this is really key to your ad messaging strategy. And if you get this, you're in a good place. Okay, this is our page, essentially our opt-in page, as I'll show you, for my book campaign. And so lots of people set up pages like this. This could be a free book, a PDF. It could be whatever you wanna do. Um, but for us, we want them to come to this page and click this button and enter their name and their email with us. And that starts the process. So they enter their name and email and 
Then on the next page, if they want the book, they pay their shipping and handling to get it. And then we have an upsell sequence. So this is the page we're trying to bring them to. And I'm gonna show you the ads that would show up on the internets for this. So if you're in Facebook, here's an example of one. And I'll just kind of read it off to you. It says, change your habits, change your life. Oh, here I'll read. Are you going to grow in your best self, but aren't exactly sure where to begin? There are thousands of articles out there that miss the mark about what matters when it comes to performance achievement. Following a list of hacks won't help you make the profound change you're seeking. So let me clear up the confusion. I'm Brendan Burchard. I spent the last 20 years researching the latest neuroscience, psychology, and health, learning about the habits that truly generate high levels of motivation and performance. I boiled it down to six habits. Today, I wanna to share those with you. If you're ready to stop floating and start making significant progress, click here. Now, most people will just watch the video without expanding the text. So we're gonna show you the video here in a second, but this is called the expert frame in copywriting. Like if you are somebody who did your research or you've got 20 years or you've been consulting for 30 years and now you're gonna roll out your life coaching thing or whatever, really like live on that, like, be proud about that. Say you figured it out and use that as the copy because people want to follow and listen to expertise because there's so much noise online. So if you have that, do that. If you don't, go after fear and ambition. If you don't know fear and ambition of them, go after the outcomes. And there's always different ones. There's always, you're never gonna know what copy is gonna convert. This video, I absolutely would not have guessed. Let's see, this video, forgive me, we'll play the whole thing. Even if you're a person who's like, but I don't have a book, Brendan. I'm like, well, you could write a booklet or you could hold up a PDF. You know, you could hold up a, an article that you're gonna give them. You could hold up your product. You could hold up lots of different things, but this is something I'm holding up and I'm selling it, going right for the ask in an ad, just like that second campaign I showed you. So Jess, if you would roll this video. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan Burchard, CEO of High Performance Institute, and I've got something awesome for you today. I just bought another thousand copies of this book and we're giving away right now on this page. Look, if you haven't heard about High Performance Habits, I'm really blessed that Amazon's editors last year named this the number three top business and leadership book of all books last year. It was a Wall Street Journal bestseller. And the reason that is, is I just spent the last three years studying the highest achieving people in the world in their given fields and then we did an academic research project to try and figure out what is it specifically that they were doing deliberately and on purpose to get ahead. In other words, how do you actually achieve long-term success today? What mindset do you need to have? What habits do you need to put in place? That's what this book is about. You see the subtitle is how extraordinary people become that way. They don't start that way. They had specific habits that helped them. And we did the world's largest study ever done of high performers and broke down the six critical performance metrics that they were doing in terms of their habits that actually helped them achieve long-term success. And the bonus is when they achieve that long-term success, they also maintain positive emotions and positive relationships. So this myth that you just have to hustle and grind and hard, hard work all the time, 24 seven to get ahead, it's actually not true. High performers were more disciplined and more focused but they were doing specific things to get that way. And that's what this book is about. And when you claim your free copy today, I'm also giving away a brand new $97 energy course that we used to offer separately. This is a course that will help you get much more mental, emotional, and physical energy that will allow you to be more productive in your life. 
because you and I both know you're already probably motivated if you're on a page like this, but some days you're wiped out. You know, the stress has gotten to you, the overwhelm has gotten to you, the doubt has gotten to you. And so I know if we can get you some quick wins and energy, mental, emotional, and physical, we can help you move forward. And last, when you claim your free copy today, we also give you the deluxe audiobook version of this. That's the entire audiobook of this with some additional video training that you receive along with the book when you claim it right now. Now, all I ask when you go to claim this is that you pay for your own shipping and handling. So I bought the book for you. It's like 18 bucks on Amazon right now. I bought that for you. But I'm going to ask you pay your shipping and handling because I want to give out thousands of these copies to people all over the world. And if I have to pay shipping and handling for everybody, there's just no way. So I bought the book. You pay your shipping and handling. You get the deluxe audiobook, the energy course. And one last thing, there's an assessment in this book that will help you really identify where you should focus on so that you can get, so you can get some more clarity or energy or productivity. And that assessment you'll get free as well when you click on this page and you sign up to get your free copy of High Performance Habits right now. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that quick look at that ad. We've run that on Facebook really successfully and that same ad on YouTube, right? So that same exact kind of video approach on YouTube works great as well. And let me give you a couple of insights about it. Number one, I love the product. They need to see that and feel that from you every single time, even if you're just gonna drive them to an opt-in. Even if you're just gonna say, hey, go enter your name and email to learn this free video series, they need to feel that you love the thing. The second thing about that video that works well is I told them how damn hard I worked for it. This is huge. When someone is going to give you something, if it seems fly by night, but if it's like, if you put work, which you have, into your video series, or you put work into your webinar, or you put work into your product, tell them about that process. Let them know that you really worked on this for them. Like, let them feel that. And then give a great overview of what you have and how it's gonna help them. These are critical things in getting people to be like, oh, it doesn't, like, that doesn't feel that much like an ad, considering it's me for several minutes pushing a book, right? And it's because I'm, doing, I'm accomplishing those things that we talked about. Okay, with that, we're gonna show you a 60 second uh, Instagram ad. So you can see very similar approach, but in a shorter amount of time frame. And then we'll show you an even shorter one than that. Okay, go ahead. Hey, my friend, it's Brendan Burchard, and I'm giving away copies of my book, High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. You can get a free copy right now. I bought the book for you. You just pay your shipping and handling. Click the link in this post right now so you can get your free copy. This will teach you how do you succeed over the long term while still maintaining your happiness, your health, and positive relationships and well-being. Because it's not just about, you know, striving harder, working harder, grit, grind, hustle, all that nonsense. Because, you know, a lot of people do that, but they don't get ahead. And we identified the six deliberate habits that made the greatest difference to high performers worldwide. This is one of the world's largest studies done on successful people. And it turns out they're doing these six deliberate habits. And I know you've heard that phrase, change your habits, change your life. These are the habits that you need to start. And you can get this book for free. You just pay your shipping and handling when you click the link in this post right now. Okay. So we've got a few of those at play, but Here's something that was in that ad that's very simple that you want as well. Remember that first ad, I kind of gave them a good overview. I told them how the work involved. That ad was all about one thing, the distinctions. People want to discern 
what to do, and you need to make sure that you tell them whatever you got shows them how, right? Where I say, like, it's not just about grit and hustle because everyone else is saying online, always find that counterintuitive point. When everyone's saying it's about grit and hustle, go the opposite way, right? So it's not about grit and hustle because a lot of people have grit and hustle, but they're still failing. So we asked what makes the real difference, and this is what it is. So that this is what makes the real difference stuff, that's called distinction frame. And you wanna have that in a lot of your ads and your copy as well. Now listen, I know I'm a little slightly over time with you guys, but I had so much to share, and I wanna illustrate some of this. So I'm actually gonna just jump to your questions. I've got a few of them in front of me. Jason Klein asks, when it comes to Facebook ads to cold audiences, how do you personally go about identifying those audiences? Do you recommend lookalike audiences, other thought leaders, Facebook accounts, specific topics? What percentage of your budget do you personally spend on each? My absolute focus on cold traffic is going after other people in that topic area who are already building a fan base, already have a following, already have a name in that thing. If you're totally new and you gotta run cold, first run cold to your industry, to the thought leaders or the names in that industry. And yeah, you're running Facebook ads to their likes, to their fans or followers, okay? That's where you're starting with them. Run that, I don't even consider that, frankly, uh, it's maybe a little different than your question, Jason, but I don't even consider going after my industry or other leaders in my topic area, I don't even consider that cold traffic. I consider that like low hanging fruit. You know, they're, they're kind of warm because they're familiar with that. Going beyond now to adjacent markets from that, that's where it gets more into the lifestyle cold traffic. Let me give you an example. I sell high performance, right? So I certainly could target other high performance trainers. There's maybe three or four big, of, big ones of us. There's like a Robin Sharma kind of teaches that a little bit. Uh, Tony Robbins kind of teaches that a little bit. Some, you know, TEDx kind of productivity gurus teach some of that. Um, some authors teach some of that. But I gotta go, okay, well, how do I go even beyond that? How do I, like outside of those guys, that might be warm traffic. Adjacent market, they went, well, who else needs like high performance. And now I might be going into the health space because a lot of health-oriented workout fanatic nuts, they're also high performance. I'm gonna go out that far. Or I'm gonna target people if, uh, who have certain likes of other people. They're not in my industry, but they are high performers and they're well known for having their life together. And so you're, when you get cold, cold, that's what that is. So maybe we just define that a little bit differently. But I would spend very judiciously and smartly first in my industry, in my uh, you know sort of topic area. And I would focus there before going adjacent or even further. So kind of start really close and optimize and make that work first. You follow? So I'm not, I'm not spending some here and then some there when I begin, like you're sort of asking, I think. I'm just staying real close to home. I am optimizing and getting that thing to work. It's really important that you do that first. So start close to home before you go to the next town. Okay, Joyce Wong. When we run Facebook ads, how long should I run the same ads before I change to another version of the ads? How long is considered enough to see its effectiveness? You know, up to a week depends on the frequency of how much they're seeing it, right? So uh, that frequency of how much they see it is really dictated basically on how much you're spending 
and the audience size you're going after. You're going after a huge audience and you're spending, the same person is probably not gonna see the ad twice. Going after a small market and the frequency is up, then that's when I go on. So traditionally frequency, you're going what, two, 2.4? I think you're gonna hit that. So meaning if you're looking in your dashboard and you're seeing that your audience has been seeing the ad on average two or more times and they're not converting, switch to that next ad approach with them. Joyce, awesome question. Um, if you don't already have it, let's get Joyce Wong, Thought Leader Roadmap, just for being here today. That's our $500 course for thought leaders on how to think through your overall marketing. Okay, Marty Wilson, if you are just starting to run Facebook ads, which I am, what would be your top three tips or top three errors to avoid? Uh, Marty, top three tips, great question. Thank you very much. Top three tips. First tip, I would not ever run Facebook ads without having my campaign funnel built out. A lot of people wanna run an ad directly to a sales video and they wanna spend money on that and they get in trouble. So first, build the campaign. Second thing I would do is I would make sure that I have multiple versions of the ad. One or two videos, one or two static images, and this we run along with the video. So you might be running video plus the static image, and that's part of the campaign, right? You might have two different video campaigns, and you might have some pictures of your book or your product or the thing, giveaway or yourself as well. So in other words, mix it up. Video plus static image, I'd say that's the second big tip. And then the third big tip I would say is watch the numbers. You know, a lot of people just set an ad and they run it for two weeks and then they're upset. And I was like, oh, if you changed it a little earlier, you might've saved some money. And it's easy to overspend on ads if you're not very data-driven and watching the metrics. Um, great question, Marty. Thank you for being here. Susie Moore, what's the best resource for those of us who know nothing about Facebook ads as far as design and strategies? Um, watch what I just taught you seven times and also go to facebook.com forward slash ads and read everything they have. That's it. Okay, Dustin Hogan says, do you recommend running an ad directly to a $1 subscription offer? Dustin, I say absolutely test it. Totally worth the test. I think what you have to do is have one hell of a sales page built up for that. Um, we tried it, but I would, I would estimate you're gonna spend, to get that $1 trial person, you might spend anywhere between 30 bucks and maybe 80 bucks if you have a really great page. We had a pretty horrible ad and a pretty horrible page and we were spending like $100 to get a $1 uh, first time buyer, but they ultimately you know, drop into a $49 sequence, but we didn't build it out. However, one of our other friends who's in a very different industry that has to do more with wealth, uh, we have one friend who's in real estate and one friend who's in the multi-level marketing they were acquiring $1 subscribers on a $50 or $100 subscription, and they were doing it sub $30, so they were crushing it. Um, so Dustin, would I recommend it? I would test, no problem. I hope that serves you. Uh, and to help you also, because that's just an advanced question, we're gonna get you Experts Academy, the elite course access. If you don't already have it, Dustin, that is a $2,000 course, just for being here today. Okay, Jeff Kowarczyk, 
With all the new rules and regulations popping up with Google and Facebook about their acceptable ad practices and copy restrictions, do you have a good resource you could recommend to streamline the learning curve for someone who just started to venture in this er arena? Also a resource for learning the ins and outs of targeting and analytics. I received contradictory information that has actually caused some ads to be blocked. Um, yes, I would say, Jeff, if you're looking for specific ad, first, make sure you check out facebook.com forward slash ads because all the recent compliance stuff is up there. I think you might be talking about a bigger thing with copy restrictions and further resources that you might need. I think uh, Experts Academy is a great resource for that at the live event. And then also uh, DM Labs. So Ryan Dice and Roland Fraser and team, those guys uh, just type in DM Labs or Digital Marketing Labs. Uh, great resource, it's a subscription. I'm not associated with those guys. I just cheer them on, they're friends, super awesome guys, and they do really good in keeping an audience up with that. Laura, Marie, Romero, do you recommend running ads when you're still in the process of creating an online course and coaching program or wait until it's complete? Yeah, wait till it's complete because you can complete it next week. That's all. People always say, well, Brent, I'm still creating. I'm like, well, then finish it. Finish it next week, finish it a week. You're talking about two weeks from now. So yeah, run ads two weeks from now. Hold. Hold your ads, finish your product, which should be done in two weeks or less. Otherwise, you're spending way too much time. I don't know what you're doing. And then do that. So sometimes I feel I should stay focused on getting it done. Yeah, get it done the next two weeks, then run ads. Crystal Avergon, I've been running the ads for my weekly blog posts to engagement instead of landing page views, and all my ads have become cheaper and cost per landing view is less too. Is there any downside to doing it this way? Uh, Crystal, not at all. It's a great, it's like that second campaign I showed where run ads, find the viewers you know, who are gonna engage. So we do the same thing. We drive people to a blog. It gives us a great retargeting list that we can go after for our book sales. The main thing you wanna do, Crystal, is actually check your numbers to see is running people to that blog post. It is getting you cheaper landing page views, as you say. You wanna ask, is doing that also the higher return on investment? overall, meaning does it get you more buyers than another approach like just running you know, video, video, opt-in offer without taking them off Facebook to your landing page. I love that you're getting the engagement though. And if you're finding the landing page views to be cheap, good work. Next question is, are taking people to your blog, is that as lucrative in the follow-up as if you just ran multiple videos on Facebook or hit them to the opt-in page multiple times. So test, test, and test. Ryan Carter, we just launched a year-long coaching program. It's expensive, high five figures. What type of campaign ads would you use for cold traffic? And what's the best way to targeted qualified prospects? Uh, Ryan, if it's that level of um, expense, I would run them through a webinar campaign. I would sell something at the $197 level and then everyone who comes through that, I would take those folks and get them to apply to do something with you or outbound call that $197 buyer. So if you're in that high in price point, I think a webinar model to get buyers who you then call or invite to apply and then do a strategy session with or have your team call is important. But first and foremost, get a buyer and then those buyers, that basically pre-qualifies the right person 
I would go from there. Hope that helps Ryan Carter. Jeanette uh, Resu, what are the top three questions you use to decide where to focus ads given the current changes in social media platform regulations? The top three questions I use to focus, uh, oh, to decide where to focus ads on which platform. Okay, it's, is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it YouTube? Yes, do it. Nina, how do you feel about Facebook? I thought that was hilarious. I'm dying. I'm dying inside. Inside. Okay. Nina says, how do you feel about Facebook DM advertising? Do Facebook DM ads work for some things than others? Any tips on using this Facebook ad feature? I have not personally tested enough. I have to be honest about that. I know a lot of people have tested it um, at low tier price points. I don't know how it is working. It's great for engagement and it's great to get permissions and it's great to stay in front of their face forever. However, like every other type of engagement campaign, which I consider anything related to chat or anything related even to SMS, it's never about the first initial sort of engagement because we can all say engagement's good. It's do you have the campaign that follows up with them? So if it's that automated chat sequence, it's that better drive them to one heck of a compelling offer. And I would start with a low tier offer from that. Don't go to mid or high, go right to that low stuff. So it's cheap engagement and cheap conversion. I'd stick pretty low price point personally at that, $49 or less. Then you're able, the nice thing is once you're in there, you got their contact, you can keep in contact, you can keep that conversation going and hopefully evolve them maybe into a webinar where you sell a mid-tier price point. I think that would be a, a, a good use of it. And I think like anything else, um, Nina, I'm usually Mr. I love change, try it out, test it, beat it up, spend a lot of money on it to figure it out and get your return on investment really high and then compare it to other avenues, right? And also though, I guess I should say this to everybody. When we get into ads, sometimes people kind of get caught up and they get really excited about making money. And so I think that's why a lot of people with Facebook ads start by like running webinar campaigns, but they might hate, they might hate webinars. And so what I try to remind people, especially as we close today, is do things that you're passionate about and focus your efforts there, even if it's not the same return on investment. I'll give you an example. We sell a boatload of books, but we sell a boatload of books at a loss. I mean, we sell a lot of books where we don't make any money, 30, 60, 90, 120 days. There's some clients, they'll buy a book. They might not ever spend, we'll send a book to Nairobi for $36 in mail fee. And that person's never, that person might not buy anything from us. And people go, that's a terrible return on investment. But you, Brennan, you, you could do an OVO or you could run a webinar or you could run this chat thing or you could do this and it'd be so much more lucrative. I'm like, I know, but I'm an author. And I sure love getting books in the world. So I don't probably relate with a lot of what's happening in the marketplace right now where it's all, everything has to be data-driven and only the optimized thing wins. I'm also like, what kind of brand do you want to build? What kind of products do you want to get behind? What would you love to push, even if you know something could be more lucrative? Because isn't it true we could all go do something more lucrative? Like all of us, like I could go do tons of other careers that would be way more lucrative. I could go do a bunch of startups. I could go invest in a bunch of real estate. I could go buy three blocks over there and then sell the three blocks over there 90 days later. Like we could all flip and flop and build different. Most people could easily find a higher paying job, career, business, 
or ad or campaign or OVO. The question is, what do you want to put out there and what are you passionate about? For years, and I, and I, I tell all my team this, I'm like, I'm okay not making a ton of money. Like uh, we do after the 90 days, but I might suck wind on a lot of our campaigns, not much up front, but I'm also long-term view. So I'm like, we have a great long-term client engagement. We have great lifetime value. I'm okay sucking wind for a little while, but not just because you know I'm crazy with my money, but because I recognize those conversions are books in people's hands. And I'm an author. I want people to read my book. And if that's what it takes to get them to read the book and fall in love with it and maybe buy a course and maybe come to an event, maybe go to Mastermind, maybe enroll in something you guys enrolled in before, then I'm cool with that. I am okay to run campaigns that aren't souped out optimized, right? Because be, there'd be a hundred ways to optimize some of the things we do where you know someone engages in something and we immediately just start boom, super bombarding. But we just didn't want to play that game. So you always have to decide what's right for you and your brand and it'll make you feel Great. Okay. Let's see. Adrian White. Uh, I'm planning a small live low cost event. I'm exploring Facebook ads. Is it better to boost a post with an opt-in link or to create an ad with an opt-in link? Also, I realize this is a ridiculously broad question, but beyond gender, age, or location, what behaviors in Facebook have you found to be most effective when you're targeting an audience? Great two questions, Adrian. Um, first question, given the choice between boosting and running an ad, I'm always going to run an ad. Because in Facebook's dashboard to run ads, you have more options, uh, more ways to target people, right? You can dial down into the behaviors, like you can choose their household income. You can choose, do they have kids? You can choose their education level. Like you can really dial in in, in, in the actual dashboard. When you boost a post, you usually can't do much of that. It's kind of like run it to this audience. It's broad general interests and boosts. And it doesn't give the same options tracking or reporting as finite when you choose to run it from the dashboard. Second, uh, I would make sure that when you're thinking beyond that gender, age, location, behaviors that you want are behaviors of engagement. So that's why I would run those video ads first to get them to engage and see something of it. Or if they've already bought from you or already opted in, run lookalike campaigns of people who take that behavior or that action. So the best behavior is someone, the best behavior to target is a behavior they already did. A behavior that someone or in that group or a lookalike campaign already did, that's what I'm really looking for for the follow-up. When you're just starting, you might not have that yet. So you might do, like you heard earlier, you might run people to your blog. Now they came to the blog, now you retarget them from there but you want them to engage first. I could care less about age and gender and location in general in our marketing, because if you guys have ever been to Experts Academy, you see people from all walks of life, you know? So anyway, I hope this helped you, your brand, your business, inspired you to get back into the game, play around with these things. It can be super simple and you can get at it right away. Go out, try, test, get your message out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you wanna go check it out. It's just 
503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan. Or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. 